Welcome to the Untitled Podcast, Episode 2. You know what I'm saying? We have our co-founder here today, Ronnie Halabi. He's a lead designer and also is, has mastery in Photoshop and Illustrator skills. And we have our athlete, Greg Williams, who's a D2 athlete at Southern Connecticut State playing basketball there and is looking to go pro within one to two years and is a business management major. Ronnie, I'll let you take it away from here. I got you. All right, Greg. So, you know, we already chopped it up for like an hour and a half on yeah, the way here. We had some good <laughs> conversations. Yeah. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you something like, through your basketball career, like, I know you've been through a lot. You've been playing ball since, like, a very young age. So with that, yeah, man. with that, like, comes a lot of, like, virtues and traits that you build up. So would you want to, like, walk us through, like, your struggles, anything like that that you faced through your basketball career? <sighs> yeah, man. I could start I could start as soon as, like, high school. Like, Go ahead. High school is a lot of ups and downs. You know, I could I could start <laughs> I could start with um, I could start with me my, going into my sophomore year, you know, wanting to play varsity and wanting it bad, like, wanting it bad. Focusing on that end goal so bad, like waking up every day, early mornings, late nights. I didn't care how tired I was. I just wanted it so bad. And like, you know, after tryouts, I was confident. You know, I thought I made it. Um, you know, unfortunately, I didn't. You know, I was told, you know, to go back to JV and develop some more before I get get the call up. And, you know, that crushed me. Do you feel like you would have been different if you had made varsity straight up instead of like having to go back and build your way back you know, up? I think about it all the time, and I'm grateful that I didn't make it because I felt like if I would have made it, like initially, I think that would have made me a little complacent. Right. So, explain what you mean by complacent. So, if I so say I just would have made varsity, right? No trials, tribulations in it. I was just sort of like, oh yeah, I'm the man. Like, cause I know me, I would have been like, like my younger self. Oh yeah, I'm the man. I made varsity as a sophomore. Like, I'm tough. You know what I mean? But. You know, that's not the right attitude when you want to keep going up and up. You know what I mean? Like, that that was one of the best things that's ever happened to me because it, it, it instilled that hunger in me to keep going forward and not be complacent and realize that nothing's ever good enough. So, like, when I made that varsity, t- I mean, when I went back down to JV, I was upset. Like, I was crying. Like, my friend saw me. I went straight to my room, bawling my eyes out, you know, and I'll never forget, my mom walked into my room. She said, you know, you can cry for about 30 minutes. <laughs> like, seriously. She, 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 said, <laughs> she said, she said, look, I'm going to give you 30 minutes to cry about it. And then after that, there's no more pouting. I didn't even want to go to school the next day, bro. Like, <laughs> like actually, you I want to show you. Yeah. No, yeah. because I knew I was going to get questions. What happened, Greg? What happened? What happened? What happened? You know, you know me, like my goofy he self. He was a I'm man in high school. Everybody was wondering that shit. Chill out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, like. You know, my mom said, you have 30 minutes. And after that, you know, you control what you can control and keep moving forward. That's what my dad always say, too. You know, control what you can control. You know, I couldn't control them putting me on the team or not, but I can control the situation I'm in now. So, you know, after that, I just locked in. And it was just a switch. Like, I don't know. It felt like I just transformed. Like, I wanted, I wanted to prove those coaches wrong that I should have been on that team. So like walk us through like that thought process, like from going like being in that like like that bottom place, right? And you're yeah. thinking like you're thinking to yourself basically like oh the only way from here is up. Yeah. Like and like Oh my the, god. The, 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 oh my god. He's right though. Oh but, my like, god. But like sometimes it's hard to like dig yourself out the hole by yourself, you know, especially it's very like, difficult. Like what kind of like did you have like a support system that helped you through that or like did you basically think like it was kind of more in like an individualistic mission? See, and that's the thing, like you can always have support. I, I, you know, we all support each other. That's why, you know, I really rock with y'all. You know, y'all always supporting me. But, you know, at the end of the day, like, it all comes to within you. That's true. You got to want it. You got to want to go up. You know what I mean? And, and that's what it took for me. You know, I, you know, I could have endless support from my family and my friends. But 
I remember I had to sit by myself and say, do I want this? And right. of course. Like, if you're comparing yourself, like, now to, like, mm-hmm. how you were when you were, like, in that place, like, what, what kind of thing, like, virtues or traits do you think is different about you? Um, I would say that I'm, I'm just, I'm just hungry. <laughs> like, 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 the hunger's always been there, but the different, um, I would say, obstacles that I've um, came into. Like, what kind? Like, like in my basketball career, uh, multiple hurting my ankle oh. almost I nearly broke my ankle one time dang uh, you know n- not getting the playing time that i want you know taking that and realizing that you know it's it's all in my control you know i can sit here and you know blame this person this person that person because c- c- we're human you know we're not we're not perfect so that's what we're going to do initially but you have to realize that you know you're in control of that you know what i mean and and that's what it took for me Right. So, so Tarong asked us on the last podcast, so we are gonna kind of like ask it again. But yeah. what do you think? Do you think like motivation versus discipline? Like, how do you yeah. how do you overlap those? Or like, do you think they're two different things? Like, I'd like to chime in on that. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of to re-ask it in the context of your story, right? Yeah. Is like how did that? How does that relate to you as being as exactly. an athlete, being like a hooper? Like, what is motivation and discipline to you? And is it separate or is it mutual? How does it function in your life specifically? See, the, the, here, here's how I see it. I see motivation and discipline. I see them as two different things, but I think that I think that they can come together mm-hmm. and be something great. I think that's the mm. best approach to Loki. But I there's no like. There's nothing, you're not achieving anything without the discipline. Because mm-hmm. motivation is going to come and go. Right. It's going to come and you're going to feel motivated. Like, bro, like, well, like, when I wake up in the mornings to go work out, like, I don't, like, I don't want to work out. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to stay in bed. But, you know, it's the discipline that kicks in that keeps you going. The motivation, it's good and all, but it's going to fade at some point. So, like, I know some athletes, like, they talk about, um, like, wells of motivation. You know, like, they can draw energy or, like, power or, like, motivation, like, from certain type of things. Like, whether it's their background. Like, you know, what kind of place do you go to when you feel like you need to, like, really, like, just lock in and, you know, mm-hmm. be hungry? Good um, question. That's a great question. God yeah. damn. Yo, there's a lot of things that, there's a lot of things that that's a trigger for me. You know what I mean? Um one thing is like what we talked about back in high school i still think about that to yeah. this day like i can relate to that you know what i mean i still use <laughs> that i still use that because it just fuels me you know i like you know if i'm if i'm trying to get one more rep with the move right. or one more set all it takes is one memory bro and i'm instantly fired up there's multiple different things as well you know um my mom i think of my mom all the time because mm-hmm. dude my mom had my mom's a worker yeah, I can relate. <laughs> oh my God. Triple masters a and a PhD. That my, woman is yeah. my grace and savior. For uh, parents, be like superheroes, man. They're like, yeah, man. That's Especially coming from to. immigrant backgrounds mm-hmm. or just like working, like just working really hard. You could work right. hard in many different domains. Mm-hmm. I know your mom has worked different, like work different. My mom has worked different in different ways, and your mom has worked yeah. in different ways. And my and my grandparents, like Absolutely. whenever I'm whenever I'm tired or something, or I don't feel like doing something, like yo. They put me in a position to be where I'm at, where I'm at now. Absolutely. So why not carry it on Mm -hmm. for for the next? So I kind of want to go like back to what we were talking about earlier. You were talking about how you have to go into this place being Mm -hmm. alone. So obviously we've had a long friendship for a while and we just reconnected, right? Yeah. So like before we reconnected and you were kind of in that isolated place, what were you like? What was your thought process? Like, how did you? sort of go about your life understanding that you were isolating yourself like what made you want to isolate yourself in that way um i mean there's a few different things i mean i felt like i needed isolation i think that the isolation 
made me really dig deep like into myself and like you know take out all distractions um i wouldn't say it's a healthy thing to do all the time but i feel like it's needed in order to achieve what you want you know what i mean so like mine is basketball i'm obsessed with basketball i love basketball like i want to be the best i can be at that and you know i feel like there's a level of obsession that's like required for those certain type of things and a lot of times that can leave you isolated because not everyone has the same goals, not everyone has the same aspirations as you. Like sometimes balance is just not always obtainable when you yeah. want to succeed like that. Exactly. So like some people have like different approaches to like becoming the best at their craft. So like some people think, oh, I want to be better than the next person. Yeah. But some people like, I want to mm-hmm. dominate, right? Yeah. And some people yeah. are like, oh, I just like, I'm working for this for myself. Like I'm just uh-huh. trying to see where I can go with it. Yeah. So like, where do you stand on that? Like, are you trying to dominate other people? Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying to get to the top? Like, <laughs> see me personally, Ronnie sent you with me personally, bombers, bro. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Me personally, bro, I'm trying to come for the person who's in front of me. Who's ever, who's ever in front of me, I'm trying to take their spot. Actually, I've heard like, like, like certain people, like when you talk, mm-hmm. like they were interviewing like Michael Jordan and stuff. And yeah. like he's, his thing, if I remember correctly, was that mm-hmm. like ever since he got cut from JV, like if y'all remember that. Yeah. Like, mm, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. like He's like, oh, it's not about me. Like, it's about me, like, basically dominating yeah. others. Like, I'm yeah. trying to get to the top. Like, I'm trying to kill the next person in front of me type. And I, and I know that lived with him throughout his entire career. Right. So I feel like the people at the top, like, they low-keys, they kind of bias towards that. Like, when you're like, oh, I just want to, like, kill the next person. Like, basically, like, metaphorically. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like that's that gets you more to the top from mm-hmm. what, what you've seen, like, from top athletes more exactly. than, like, Oh, I'm just doing this for myself. Like I'm yeah, sure, like, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like I, I think that both are important though. I think for sure. understanding yeah, yeah, for that, sure. understanding the difference between having someone as your motivation rather than having your own yeah. self motivation exactly. is really truly key to actual success, not only in sports sure. but in your context. I think what I specifically like about you and why I mean, like I invited you on the podcast in the first place and yeah. we wanted to talk to you was obviously you're the homie, but like <laughs> outside of that, like. You know, I think you have you do a, a very good job of actually understanding the difference between like I know what my capabilities are and I'm looking to increase my capabilities and if anyone stands in front of me, that's cool. I'm going to take your spot, but not because I want to take your spot, but because I know I can. Yeah, like, because it's, it's, I know I'm because I know I've worked on my craft so much that I am capable of doing yeah. that. It's not about I'm going to kill you. It's about I'm capable of doing what I do and you just happen to be in my way. Yeah, it, it's it's all a balance, man. Yeah, it's all a balance. Like you can't have one more than the other. Because if you're if your whole entire life is just proving everyone wrong and that's it, you're that's, you're gonna be left unhappy. That's so true. So you gotta want it for yourself as well. But you know, me personally, I do I do thrive on trying to pe- on trying to prove. I think you show a good balance of both, and that's what that's what it takes. Yeah. The one thing that I like going off of obviously we've touched on basketball we've touched on like you know what I'm saying that isolation period in your life but I really want to dive into like the college transition okay. so I know you reclassed right that was a, obviously like oh, I've talked to you about this yeah <laughs> wait what, what grade are you in uh, one of my sophomore year yeah he yeah, reclassed That's a big ass but, but like but like I went into my actual Group. yeah yeah so uh, the only the okay, only reason okay, why okay, i wanted to true. the only reason why i wanted to ask you about it was not necessarily because of the age group thing but rather like the college transition you know yeah. how was that sort of college transition for you especially going to a school like after working so hard you obviously transferred from fairfax to vaa and then just kind of walk me through that process of what you the were transition thinking. Like, yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. the transition from fairfax to vaa and then vaa to scsu like how did you come to those conclusions okay you wanted to go there? uh like, like, like just basketball, basketball or like everything everything okay. anything and everything uh, okay i'll start with uh going to fairfax so um 
you know, it was crazy timing. The pandemic hit. You know. Oh, speaking of that, like, what what did you do in the quarant- like in the quarantine period to like really improve your craft? Because I know a lot of people like took that as like a grace period. I did a lot just, on like, my body. You know mm. what I mean? I was working out with one of my trainers, Quan. Shout, shout, shout out to Quan. Shout out to Quan too. You got me right. Shout out Quan to movements, bro. It got me right. Really taught me about my body. Really taught me about taking care of my body and how important it is, like with recovery, because there's no performance without recovery. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So you know, I was working on my body, getting my shots up all the time. You know, just j- j- just preparing because I was already planning to leave that 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 following year. Um, you know, the school year was cut short because of the pandemic, but I was already planning to leave. And going into Virginia Academy, you know, it was it was a blessing for me because, you know, I was I was blessed with the opportunity to um, to, to really showcase my skills um, the way I felt like I could, you know what I mean? And, you know, I went out and executed. So, um, you know, I was, I was, you know, I'm blessed to have, you know, shout out to Coach Jay. Shout out all my teammates. (laughs) Shout out Coach Posey. Shout out Tazir Smith. Shout out Dave Saul. Shout out all my teammates. Blake (laughs) Berry. Shout out out all of them, bro. (laughs) You know what I mean? Those are my guys out there. And, um, you know, uh, know, Virginia Academy is not not a big school, but, you know, we definitely put it on the map. I I would say that for sure. Most definitely. Um, You know, we... We're just some kids who all love to hoop, and you know we we all went to this private school and just killed it. I mean, it's it's really self-explanatory. I really just just how was the competition improved. there? Like, was it was it like was it different? Like, okay, like did you get different attitudes from the people depending on the area? Yeah, um, I would definitely. It, it's it's a much grittier basketball than I would say like back back. Like in it's Fairfax. a lot rougher. Definitely seeing mm-hmm. playing style. So. Yeah, it's, it's a different it's a different style. You know, it made me tougher. Uh, also, shout out to uh, District Basketball Club. That made me tougher. That AU team I was on, that made me tougher for sure. Um, you know, it's just, you know, I just constantly improved. You know what I mean? Like, as it got tougher, and I'm glad it got tougher. You know what I mean? Like, that, I, I can see some players who stay, like I said, complacent, who stay at the same level. Why do you think that is? Like, what do you think? Like, if somebody was, like, so driven, but then they just suddenly get, like... Because it's easy. You know, it it's is easy, easy to be comfortable. It's easy to be like, oh, I'm at this spot. You know, I feel good with this. You know, not everybody wants to take that next step and really improve themselves, you know, fully because it's it's not easy. It's hard. Do you think that's true, especially when you go, like, to the NBA where you're like, mm-hmm. you make it, like, make it, mm-hmm. and, like, you think, like, they just kind of, like, stop training? Yeah, man. Or, like, they just, yeah. like, they go on vacations and stuff. Yeah, there's like, definitely Like, what would you do if you, were in your, if you were in their position? Bro, I would... <laughs> Oh my! I would use that to just keep going harder. Like yeah. all the money you yeah, get from that, Facts. like some some Kobe shit. Yeah, man. Like t- t- being being able to know you can take care of your family. They don't have to work ever again. You know, I mean, that's what drives me. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then after you know Virginia Academy, um, you know, I was blessed to have the opportunity. That was great for my my high school career. Uh, you know, I move on to Southern Connecticut State. Great program. Shout out to Coach Burrell. Shout out Coach Fogel. Shout out all my teammates out there. <laughs> shout out all of them. Love those boys. Um, you know, that was also a different transition for me as well. Outside of basketball, I didn't know anybody. No new one. I didn't know. Ugh, I didn't know anyone. Um, <laughs> like you know, when I'm hooping here, you know, I know you guys. You know what I'm saying? You guys. I know you guys got my back. You know, I have friends and family out with me. When I go out there in Connecticut, I, I, it, was, it was a new beginning for me and. You know, normally I adapt well to things, but um, you know that was a huge adjustment period for me that I that I didn't think 
would it affect me? Um, just this change of scenery. Um, you like know, having strangers around and stuff. Strangers like, around. I was like getting away from home. Yeah, yeah. I definitely, I definitely, it's far, far ways away. You ain't got mama's dinner either, bro. Yeah, (laughs) Oh my god, it was far, but it it comes with it, you know. And I'm I'm blessed to have it. I'm blessed to have this. I'm blessed to have the opportunity to even be out there because you know, I I get, I get my full tuition paid for, you know, to hoop. I think gratitude is something that's that's missed in a lot of like. Like a lot absolutely. Of yeah. absolutely gratitude you know I mean? is something that yeah. people take a lot of stuff for granted and i think the way that you've talked in this podcast showcases the value of gratitude especially in the 100%. context of basketball right. sometimes bro bro I, I can think of so many times during during this past school year you know i'd work out in the morning eat breakfast before um class i'd be like wow like i'm eating food for free right now like yeah that's that's crazy that's in, like yeah. that's crazy like that's that's incredible. Like, I know, like you wow. made that opportunity. How did it feel making that opportunity for yourself? Thanks. How did it feel to, to know that people truly looked at you and valued the skill and the work that you put in? It just it blows me away still to this day. Like, like, like having that many people believe in you and stuff. Yeah, yeah. You feel like yeah, sometimes I, you know sometimes I forget. I forget. Yeah, I like wow. Like these coaches, like no matter what program I was in, these coaches took. A chance on me because they believe in my talents and you know how i see that i see that as why not like why would you not try to be the best version of yourself why, why would you have an opportunity like that and just be complacent with it like that, that that never made sense to me you know you should always try to push the envelope always try to be the best you can be like because i mean you know uh, we looked at we looked at a real like on like what Kobe said. You know what I mean? Like you keep going forward. Like even man, yeah, rest in peace, to Kobe. Man. Rest in peace, bro. Like if something goes well, you're still gonna wake up the next day and keep working. If you fail, you're still gonna wake up and keep going. I think that's a very good point to make. Is that a lot of people tend to confuse positive comments with something as fuel rather than something that is occurs in the background while you continue to work right like if yeah like if someone if someone were to come up to me and be like hey like you know your brand is doing really well or hey you and ronnie are doing really good things i'm gonna acknowledge that and i'm gonna respect that but at the end of the day realistically when i think about it that's not something that fuels me to do what i do every day i wake up and i do my part in the brand and i watch you do your part in the brand and the sole reason i do that is not because of everyone else. It's because of how what this means to me and what this means to you. But at the same time, I feel like the support it, helps. Right, and the support definitely helps. But I feel like mm-hmm. if you do if you do everything like for yourself or by yourself, like at a certain point in life, like you will get to something that's a lot bigger and tougher than you. Absolutely. And like you just won't have like you just won't have it to like. Yeah. It There's a difference yourself. between help and an anchor. A hundred percent. I anchor, think that's a good way to separate it. Yeah. An anchor is something that people like to use when they get positive comments and they use it as solely fuel for what they do. Right. And yeah. the minute they get negative comments, they... See, that's something also about being untitled. Like, it's not only about negative labels. Like, if in life you've always been told, like, something good about you, like, you've all you've heard is, like, being drilled, like, oh, you're... Like oh you're pretty oh like you're good at this yeah. like this like the moment somebody like exposes something like mm-hmm. outside of that like you, it's very easy to break yeah. do you know what I, mean? I have a prime sure. example of that my mom used to tell me that I learn really quickly and a lot of my friends used to tell me that and just today when I was oh. when I picked up a basketball this was three hours ago <laughs> when I picked up a basketball and I started to shoot my shot 
I started to feel weird. I was like, the ball's not going in. Why is it not going in? Why am I not able to learn this correctly? Greg was trying to show me like the correct way to shoot. And I was like, my shot was messed up. But in high school, I used to, that used to be my main thing. All I did was shoot. (laughs) And now all I do is drive. So for people to see that I can't shoot, like kind of shook me a little bit. And that's a prime understanding of like really thinking about that label being attached to you, like just a shooter automatically mm-hmm. limited my capacity of thinking like oh i can drive yeah 100 and then once yourself. i could drive I, I labeled myself that way so you really have to understand that like even if you develop a positive quality it doesn't independently mean that that positive quality is going to continue to yeah. fuel you in the right direction mm-hmm. you need proof for that you need evidence to keep it going keep yeah. it keep it and stable it's, and it's balance it's balance so yeah I mean, balance is not always attainable, you know, if you're, trying yeah. to, if you're trying to get big, like, you know, we have our yeah. thing as the yin and yang, and mm-hmm. people think it's balance, but it's more like harmony. It's more like yeah. waves in and out. I like that. Like, but you, like, think about it, balance, it's like, you don't, you don't really stay like this, you know, it's yeah, a lot of times do. in life, it's like, yeah, yeah. you know, it goes back and I think, forth. The I think one, one thing to note about that that's important is that, like, balance is sort of an ideal thing, mm-hmm. right? Like, I have balance tattooed in here, like, in hey, Hindi, right? But, like, yeah. to me, what that means is more so of... You know, that is a goal that I want to attain consistently in my exactly. life. It's not yeah. necessarily a long-term goal or uh-huh. a short-term goal, but rather an ongoing goal for me. You're aiming for it. when I continue to live my life, I continue to learn each and every ounce of balance in multiple different domains or multiple different areas that ultimately make me the healthy person that I am. Definitely. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think those, like that, some, that is something that people really need to understand is yeah. that balance is val- like valuable, but like we constantly preach and like everyone has preached within this movement is like every single step of the way to get to that balance matters, but you're never actually going to be balanced yeah, per se. You cannot, I could not have put it right? any like, better. You yes. can never actually yeah. be balanced, right? Because there's always different variables in life that come along, so, you know? So ultimately we have to understand that the goal itself is not what matters to be attainable. It is the growth process bro, and the yeah, constant definitely. thinking and understanding that these specific variables have yeah. to align in certain ways so that we're able to maintain a certain level of balance. Bro, if you, if you shoot for the, if you aim for the moon, bro, you're still going to be amongst the stars, even if you don't reach the moon. Absolutely. And you I think, I, mean? I think like the biggest thing that I want to, now that like, obviously we bounced off each other and everything, but, um, I kind of want to go back a little bit to your story, but, um, Basically, what I wanted to ask about is more so about, like, things that sort of were maybe holding you back from your potential. Like, were there any obstacles that, like, really, really made you think, like, wow, I'm holding myself back right now and I need to sort of get rid of this? And how did that change you as a person? You know, like I was saying, it could be as little as video games or for me personally, it could be as big as, like, relationships. Right. You know, that was a big thing for me. That was, that was you know, we don't have to get too deep into it, but... <laughs> Do you feel like relationships can be, like, the opposite of that? Like, they can be, mm-hmm. like... They like can they work can, both ways. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it could be something that, like, cultivates, like, definitely. helps you cultivate your efforts. Definitely. It could be it could be something that could help you or break or make you fall down. That's true. That's what my mom always said. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta, like... Are there any know, examples of that in your life? Like, do you think that you yeah. faced certain relationships which still foster you to this day. I know we talked about moms earlier, but like, do you think that there's anything else or someone else that sort of like really makes you like, you know, like kind of like, I don't want to say your fuel or your anchor because we just like (laughs) talked about how that's not, but more so just like the person that you can count on to be like there when you need it type thing. Ah, yeah, definitely my dad. Um, definitely my sister, definitely, definitely the coaches I have and my grandmother, 
I've seen my grandmother for sure. I know she always has my back for sure. Doesn't matter how old she gets, she always has my back. So if that was to like all go away, mm-hmm. like would you do you think you would still be able to hold yourself? I mean, mm-hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> I would have to. Yeah, it would be hard, but you know. I got this tattoo for a reason. You know what I mean? Oh, what is it? Oh, Relentless. Yeah, yeah that's your code. He's <laughs> <laughs> code Relentless at checkout. <laughs> but, uh, you know, whenever something's hard for me or whatever, I always look back at this because when I didn't make that varsity team, I went. I turned Relentless. I went hey, Relentless. Right. And nothing could stand in my way. I, I, I went past that. The, you know, all I the other obstacles, all, all the other obstacles that I've faced, you know, I got into a mode. Oh, it's time to lock in. Right. Let's and like when you've already, like, beat so much adversity, it's like, ah, I want some more obstacles. Exactly. Like, so, like, you know, if I were to, you know, God forbid, I were to lose a family member or I were to tear my ACL the next day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know that at the end of the day, my mind is strong enough to beat, to get past any of that. Because that's, cause, cause that's what it is at the end of the day when you're trying to achieve a goal. It's all up here. Do you believe in a plan B? <laughs> or is it all oh just plan A? Oh, my God. That's a good question. It depends, man. Me, I'm I'm straight plan A, bro. I'm straight. Yeah. I feel like you're a little bit plan A, plan B though. Like I feel like you. I think, like at least from my opinion. Correct Mm. me if I'm wrong. I think like you being a business management major and going to school and actually like you know yeah like something that you like value. I mean that's also one of the sole reasons, right? Like when we talked about your role at the business. I'm about to I'm about to break it to you. You know what I'm saying? I think of them all as plan A's though. I feel because I feel like. This is how I see it. Tell me, uh, you can tell me if I'm wrong. This is how I see it. I feel like if you have a plan B, you're not giving 100% to your plan A. Yeah, that's that, 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 that's how I see it. That's so true. anything that I approach, it's a plan A. It's 100% effort. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. That, so that, like that's how I see it. sort of intertwined. Like I don't, yeah. you don't view it as like sort of like a ranking, but rather like a continuous process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. True. Um, I guess the one thing I kind of wanted to touch on, and like Ronnie kind of, like isolated this a little bit yeah. um but like what are some things like is there anything you know outside of hooping that you feel like people don't recognize you as like do people just isolate you as like oh he's a hooper definitely right, like, that's a label bro that's like a what, definitely like what what does that do to you and how like is there anything that you want people to know like now that we're on a platform and on yeah. a podcast yeah is there anything that you want people to know about you that is separate from your like label of just a hooper right yeah definitely um you know yeah i get that i've gotten that since i was in school like mm-hmm. since i was in like middle school like i was just a basketball player you know and you know i'm trying to live untitled you feel me <laughs> so yeah i've gotten that multiple times you know i want people to know that you know i'm a genuine person i'm caring um i'm disciplined with with everything though yeah you know a lot of people think that you know it all goes into basketball no it doesn't just go into basketball for me i'm disciplined throughout my life right do you believe like how you do one thing is how you do everything do you believe that Mm, yeah 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 i think everything should be 100 100 effort because you know if you have heart and you have effort something's gonna come out of it if you're giving it your best you're all something's gonna come out of it so you said you like to live untitled like what does that mean to you oh shit here we go again (laughs) <laughs> you knew that question was coming. Yeah. What does it mean to live on title? Yeah, I to mean, you. it mean, I mean, okay, to me, right? Like we just talked about, a lot of people like to label me as a basketball player. You know, black, tall athlete. Right. Thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get put in a box. I don't want to be put in a box. 100%. Um, of course, I'm a basketball player. Basketball is my life. 
it's what I do every day. It's what I strive to be better at every single day. But that's not all I am. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I could have I could have been born not not loving basketball. I could have been born wanting to do something else, and I still would have put that same amount of effort into it. That's what it's about. So I also just think like some of the skills you present fundamentally don't come from basketball, right? Like yeah. the skill you present in terms of making yourself like putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation. Sure, I would like some would argue that you can put yourself yeah. in like say that oh that was from basketball, but realistically, if you think about it, right. That may be a foundational thing that may have helped you and may be a part of your day to day life. But I think the reason, and I know we've talked about this personally, is the, the reason, reason why, why like, I, I want, want to bring you on the team, team in six to 12 months as a business marketing intern is because I know that this is an uncomfortable zone for you being on the camera and being, I guess, quote unquote, marketable per se, for a lack of a better word, right? Being in that sort of position and having to be sort of like marketable it tends to put you in that uncomfortable zone and that is a unique skill that you have that is sort of outside of basketball and that is also a reason why I wanted to bring you on the team is because you take that initiative to create those unique skills for yourself, you know? And I think like one of those things like that you should like think about is like how do I make my skills known outside of just this label? Like what can I do to sort of like, cause I know you, right? Like I know, like I pointed that out. I found that out, right? So like for me, it was kind of like, I saw it in you. So ultimately I'm going to bring it out of you. But I think the one thing that you should think about, and I think everyone should think about is like, what, how do I bring this out of myself? Like, how do I bring those skills that are not necessarily in my comfort zone? Oh, I'm a hooper or, oh, I'm an artist or, oh, you know, I'm a brand owner, whatever it may be. And really isolate that and be like, this is something else for me and this is a part of who I am and y'all are going to know about it, yeah. right? Like for me, it would be like, I want to I be a successful brand owner, both of us do, but I have dreams of being a diplomat, right? Like I have dreams of changing like the world on an international scale. That's completely outside of what some people may know me as. Just like Ronnie has dreams of being like, of going into PT, right? That may be completely outside of what like, people on the podcast may know us know like us as right because some people that come from the podcast primarily might be people that may have seen us at sneaker con or people may have just followed the brand because they like the brand brand image things of that nature but they really may not know who we are and i think this community like feeling through this podcast is kind of to serve to give insight not only to me or to you or to ronnie but to all of us and like really understand the process behind what we mean like what do we mean when we say you know like get out of labels like what like when you say that that doesn't like fundamentally have a meaning on its own right like we make that you create like we made that yeah. you know what i mean like sure it's a process that may be known to everyone but it's not as intricate and relatable as we make it you know so it's like that's like what i'm trying to say is i know it sounds like i'm like flexing the brand but i'm not really like what i'm trying to say is like this is the meaning this is what it is this is how it functions and i think it is valuable to add into society right so um, enough of me talking, but like for like for you, what would be like a skill that you would say you have outside of sort of like playing basketball that you think like outside of the ones I obviously just isolated, right? Like what do you think you like you have that sort of like, I know you isolated discipline earlier, but is there anything else that you think like you sort of have that is outside of this? Yeah. Uh, you know, first I'd like to thank both of y'all because y'all brought it, y'all brought it out of me. I would say the marketing aspect of things and business and content creation really you know putting your name out there i think that that's something that i could use as a skill that i that could be built you know what i mean absolutely um and that's something that like you said that i'm uncomfortable with 
you know what I'm saying? I was uncomfortable shooting right hand layups for <laughs> for years, but you know I kept working foundation. at it. Yeah, I kept working at it. Now, I could, you know what I mean? So that's how I approach everything, and you know, on this type of platform, I think that this is some somewhere where I could like flourish for sure. I think like the first step to like like he said like to break out of that box is yeah. like. I think there's a, like, when you whenever first start something, you said, like, you're uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Like, you might feel like there's a lot of, like, added pressure on you for no reason. Like, I know yeah. myself, like, when I was first, like, doing graphic design, like, I had already been doing it before yeah. before we started Untitled Kingdom, right? Like, that was my part-time mm-hmm. hobby, right? Yeah. And, you know, and we had to transition into, like, making it for the brand, you know? I had a whole mm-hmm. new lens on my designs, and I was like, oh, like, like am, I, am I, like, am I good enough? The transition like, was unexplainable. Exa- like, like, the way that we came together was truly, like... In, it's still to this day like really blows hey, my we mind we gotta tell them a little backstory like, they, don't, they yeah. don't really know I mean like y'all yeah I, I don't wanna know <laughs> okay so <laughs> I guess we can get into this right now but, yeah yeah, um, yeah the best way I like to explain it is that it started from a desk it started from a desk in my house and it started from a desk in my FaceTime house. call it started from a FaceTime call in high school when we were 17 we called each other I called him and I was like I want to start something and I know you have the skills that's needed to start something we were like okay so we sat down we brainstormed this was in 2021 we brainstormed. 2020, we like, actually. Oh, 2020. Well, 2020. Oh, yeah. No, 2020. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've had this brain for a minute. Damn. <laughs> no, yeah, 2020. Um, so we sat down and we like truly brainstormed. We were like, what the hell are we going to name this brand, right? What are we going to do? Like, I don't like what Actually, it is. Actually, the name has like a funny backstory. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah? yeah. Okay, so when I was sitting on my, like, when I was sitting on my Mac, right, yeah. I, I was like, what is something that sounds hard? Like, I just need, like, I just was sitting on my Mac. I was like, I'm right. just going to look at it. I was, uh, it was off of, what were you talking about? It was off of, um, we were on a, like, we were on like a, like a word generator and like, we kept, we got like, we got kingdom, right? Yeah, we got kingdom off the yeah, word generator. Exactly. But, but when, but like, the reason why I thought of Untitled was because when I was looking at my Mac and I was like, yo, I don't know what to think of. I looked to the right and the top and untitled the document was just Untitled. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that is, is it like, really I, I swear to god i just knew it like i was like yo really like, i just i don't for some and then everything just started hey. lining up and like, the, the first from that I, one look the first the first iteration of the website right uh-huh. so you know how we went off like untitled because it had like yeah, untitled yeah. document yeah like, we went off. so the the original photo we had was a blank slate if you remember yeah, yeah about yeah, us yeah, 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 yeah. untitled like that's what it's like you start as a blank slate whoa that's how you, like that's you start deep. like an untitled document the same way you start one but you yeah. gotta make it yourself and you know it's, it's a kingdom because you got all of us right yeah. three here and then we got like a hundred more out the kingdom here. represents yeah. that family and when we that's deep. so when we started that brand we just like it was something that i think me and him both related to especially because of the fact that like this like as we've described multiple times throughout the podcast is like mm. this process was so like fundamental to issues that we faced yeah. right like i know for me the mm. biggest one i faced and the biggest two i faced was education system and basketball yeah. right like if every like you know every time i didn't make yeah. that team every year yeah. i would go back to my car and yeah. i would just fucking like Man, sob like i was like <laughs> i was so fucking I'm sad i was upset yeah. i was like damn bro basketball isn't for me but you were the only one there being like yo basketball still for you like don't don't give up on it yeah. like just because you didn't make a fairfax basketball team or mm-hmm. any sort of basketball team ever right like even if like even if you didn't make that team it doesn't independently mean that your growth process is gone definitely right, right. and then like in the in the education system for me this is kind of an individual struggle which was just like you know growing up in an immigrant background i didn't necessarily have pressure from my parents my parents were always very very like i'm very thankful for my parents because both of them were genuine and both of them realized that like look you know 
this is a different like environment and he like may like struggle in some areas but also be do well in some areas but i naturally put that pressure on myself because in high school i was always very closed off isolated and wanted to just work like how you were talking about i just always wanted to work like yeah. constantly i had two jobs in high school yeah, 60 hours a week yeah, well. just trying to <laughs> fund this brand like i was i was working yeah, right yeah. so for me it was like i needed to be the best of the best at anything i i could be at but then when i got out of high school i was like i looked back and i was like I really in that process i just got really clouded like i got really focused on this like piece of recognition from each and every area like yeah. i just always had to do this no matter what and if i didn't yeah. it was like it never happened like yeah. you missed just, the forest from yeah the trees. it's like it's like as if it's, it's like as if i was walking up the steps and if i didn't make it all the way up the steps i ultimately fell all the way down which is not true i'd still yeah, be on no. the top step i just didn't make it all the way up because it's right? about the process exactly not the it's destination like, it's like sisyphus if you guys know about that i like don't the know what the hell that is I'm all right, all right. <laughs> we're about to spit real quick i know i know soteris probably already knows what i'm talking about it's this it's this mythology of a man who has to like basically roll a boulder up a hill his whole life and every time it like rolls back down he has to just push it back up and that's kind of mm. like that relates to the process i've seen a lot of things that basically relate to like that myth of sisyphus and like that's kind of how you gotta think about it. it's like no matter how many times while pushing up that boulder like you fall down the hill you gotta man you just gotta keep climbing it you gotta keep going bro. <laughs> yeah i just gotta keep climbing oh my god y'all know Yo, david goggins the mythology could know david goggins <laughs> <laughs> he lives that he lives oh that Tim, Gro- no, Tim Grover too. Tim Grover, I know he got yeah. his book too. Yeah, there's so many people in this world that live it, and like, it's. I just think David Gons is, is a bit extreme though. Like, I can see why he is extreme, considering the like the, the, the like the, the background of his life. I feel like definitely not everybody needs to be like that though. It's only it's only for a special set, special set of people, bro. But if you can if you can keep that mindset and not break, like think about his his what was the name of his book? It was like can't hurt me or can't yeah. break me or something like that. Like there's like just from the title of the book, you can see what kind of person he is. But David, David, I feel like David Goggins is the perfect example that you know that hunger and like inner drive. Exactly. If it just it lives in it lives in everyone. And I think yeah, real. I think it functions. It's just a matter of bringing it out of you. And I think it functions in a lot of different ways, right? Like I, the biggest thing for some reason that I think about is like the, I think the reason I think about this is probably because of Ronnie, because Ronnie has such unique creativity to me that like when I think of when I think of art, I think of the, that being the most prevalent like in what the movement is because realistically, every single like paint stroke or every single like thing that you have to think of is so individualistic and like it may inspire from somewhere, but in reality, like every single part of that like artwork yeah. is unique to you and then ultimately you sign it on the bottom. And I think that people look over like that, that as something as... Like, I think people attribute this, like, movement to just, like, one area. When in reality, like, it functions so well in multiple areas. And for me, when I look at art, I think of that. I think of, like, all these people, like, in their rooms, like, multiple different artists in their rooms just painting constantly. And then, like, that signature on the bottom and putting it up, like, that didn't matter to them because they're not in the museum. They don't care, right? Damn. Like, they don't give a shit about, like, whatever. Like, they're not in the museum looking like, oh, thank you for complimenting my painting. No, it's like, they paint that <laughs> shit. House they the give museum. it. They give it to somebody, and then they leave. Like, so that, like, they do it for themselves. They do it to, like, this is what who I am. This is an expression of who I am. And I think that that's a unique, like, way to put it. Is like, there's multiple different expressions of who you are in multiple different areas. 
right? Like Ronnie has a specific expression when it comes to like the human body. When he like he went out of his way to research the human body and learn and want to pursue PT. I have a different expression when I want to pursue politics and inter like international diplomacy. When I want to learn constantly about the world and constantly change the world in that way. You have a different sort of like outlook on life when you want to push to play basketball and make that your own career for your own personal endeavors, right? So in our own way, we're always contributing to a unique thing for us that like is sort of what we try to capture is like, this is not fundamentally in one domain. This is yeah, like right. everywhere. Like yeah. this is like everything we do. Like, you know, this is more so like a, like a real thought process of what we think and what we feel. So I think that is something that really gets glossed over when it comes to the brand. And yeah, I think like 100%. that is something that like I value this podcast for is like it gives us a form of expression. Yeah. Because in like till this day, and I know Ronnie can speak for me, I have like me and him have been the only ones. Like we have been the only ones that we can just talk to. Like I can only talk to Ronnie about the brand because Ronnie is the person I feel the most connected to, oh, right? Gosh, but then gosh. this podcast gives me like a certain level of connection to you now. Yeah. Maybe, I mean, despite the fact that you're my homie, like outside of that, right? It gives me a certain level of connection to where me and him built something out of nothing and we built that bridge and then we spread that bridge to you in like the matter of just an hour, right? So it's like, to me, that's like way more valuable than anything because we could be living five, three separate different lives, whatever it may be, but we're still like, there's still something. There's still something there no matter what. Definitely. Definitely. And I mean, like, I could I could kind of relate that to, like, us, for example. Like, like there was a time we didn't talk. How long did we not talk? What? Like, almost, a, I'd, I'd say, like, half a year. Yeah, like, almost half a year. But, like, but y'all were both locked in, though, so. Yeah. That's I, the, I, I yeah. was talking. You guys were really yeah, talking yeah. to probably nobody else, too. And that's, the, and that's, and that's what I want to get into. Like, bro, we didn't talk for, like, almost half a year. We used to talk every day all the time you know how i was in high school especially um hooping with each other and stuff but you know we didn't talk for that amount of time but you know i knew in the back of my head Toronto's doing this thing Toronto's working Toronto's doing this thing and i knew in his head greg's doing this thing though at the end of the day and when we came back like that that hunger like i don't yeah, know yeah i know it. what like, you mean it's like it's, it's that like connection yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. that hunger like it, it never dies it, it came back like we never left Bro, we were chopping it up in the whip. <laughs> we were, oh my god, we were going, we were getting hype in the whip. Like, bro, like, this is my homie now. Like, for you know what I'm saying? Because like, like it I didn't connects even talk, all of us. I hadn't even talked to him in like way more than it's half been a year. So yeah. yeah, like it's. But it took like an hour and a half. Right, we were. We, there was not a single moment of silence. I mean, it was like, bro, it's like I knew him for like ten years. I swear yeah. to God. And it's like I think the biggest thing that we like. I think the biggest thing we value is connection. Like. The connection we want to build through this podcast is like tenfold more than like any selling any piece of clothing. Like, okay. Realistically, yes. I don't care if anyone came on this podcast and did not buy a single piece it's of clothing. Not about the clothing bro. It does not matter it's about, not about the clothing. selling it's or the anything of that. Yeah. It's about like, to me, I always say this and I'll continue to say this on every single episode. This brand is bigger than just clothing. It's not. Way this bigger isn't, than This clothes. isn't a clothing yeah, brand. No, this is, clothes, this is, bro. this is a actual thought process an actual true way of life like oh, wow. that is the only way like 
we think. We think and apply this in many different ways. And these are struggles and issues that we face on a day-to-day basis that we bring into society and we connect to everyone. We want people to see our struggles and issues as obstacles to understand that we, that are capable to overcome. You can really take a second to look back on yourself and overcome those things like we did. We still face those struggles today. I know I can say that completely, right? Like for example, this brand is a prime example of how I face those struggles, right? Like having to be on social media all the time and like constantly having to post and making sure that like every single person is engaged on like the Instagram and all that. That takes time, that takes effort, and sometimes I'm just like, yo, if we don't hit 1.5K by the end of the month, ah, oh, it's so bad, like, right. it's such a bad thing. But, like, what I don't realize is, like, every single person that hits that follow button, every single person that downloads the podcast, every single person that leads, listens to even 30 seconds of what I'm trying to say, that is 10 times more valuable than someone, than me hitting 1.5K followers. Yeah, or, 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 or let me get a, let me get a pair of shorts. Yeah, right. like, <laughs> like, that's, like, that's way more yeah, valuable yeah, because yeah. it's like, oh, you like a design, cool, but no, you don't just like the design. Facts. You connect with me on a yeah. personal level. Definitely, man. Right? And that's Definitely. that's what we're trying to build is yeah. a personal level connection to people that we may not even know. Like, realistically, I was talking about this earlier in my presentation, but, like, when when I want to, when we expand this podcast, we I want to bring people on with people that not only that I just know, like us three, but maybe with someone else that we completely don't know that like really resonates with the message, right? Like one of the viewers like might want to come on and I want to be able to make that accessible to them because not a lot of brands, not a lot of people in general in the business industry are doing that. Not a lot of people are bringing on customers onto a actual podcast to talk to their co-founders. There is not one single brand that I can say is doing that. And I think that that sets us apart tremendously, not only in terms of a business competitive advantage, right? But like more so in terms of just people, like how we run our business, right? Like this is not for just us. Building a family, man. Absolutely. What kind of labels do you feel like people put on you as a kid? Like I know me personally, like growing up, like religion was a big thing in the area I lived. Like, you know, obviously Toronto probably knows too, but you know, like, to, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. This is a very, very touchy subject, obviously. Like, but like, like labels, like, like, like race type of thing, or like, bro, that can be anything, anything man. Anything that people like try to put you. Too. Like, I know you uh, said, like, yeah. being a hooper, they put you in a box. But there was yeah. there anything like personal in which people were like, oh, Greg can't do this, like, or oh, Greg can't do that. Greg's gonna stay like this, something like that. Yo, I, you know, I get what I used to get a lot, especially in school. Like, like, like they would see my grades. Like, wow, your grades are really good. I'm like uh, they'd be surprised and stuff. I'm like, what do you mean my grades are really good? It's like I don't know. I just wouldn't expect that because you, know, you uh, know other athletes. Yeah. You know, see, some other athletes. You know, they don't really care. You know, sometimes those like, like people that you know they get that mm-hmm. they like live up to it and they, it's, yeah. it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. It's like yeah. if they're like, oh my grades, like I'm an athlete. You know, everybody, every other athlete's yeah. grades are shit. Yeah, like like, like bro, what are my all? grades mat? Well, my exactly. mom told me I'm not playing basketball. <laughs> 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 that's I think, I think that's like also a prime example of like everything is plan A. You know what I'm saying? Literally. Bro. Like, and that's, a, that's a prime example of like everything being plan A. It's like, you know, bro, no matter what, yeah. everything is going to be picked, like, the way that I want it because both of those things matter to me just as much as my soul passion, per se. And, and, like, you could, and, like, I don't know if you understand this, but, like, you can use those plan A's to build you for that ultimate goal. You know Absolutely. what I mean? Absolutely. So, like, you know, in terms of, you know, me being in the house, my mom, you know, she wants... You know, our room's clean, dishes done. <laughs> that you know, builds discipline. Good. 
you know, and like, bro, I, like, I, yeah, that's why I want discipline because of that. Shout out my mom. You know, they say like, clean your <laughs> room is the first step. <laughs> yeah, and like, shout out you know, moms for supporting the brand. <laughs> definitely, but like, um, you know, those things propelled me to be a better basketball player. Um, you know, the, the the discipline of making your bed in the morning, the discipline of taking my vitamins, waking up, doing all the responsibilities I need to get out the way. Um, do you have a philosophy like behind you like you know like behind training and basketball like do you like follow something like yeah like or like a way of thinking way of life whatever definitely i think everything starts with a plan you know what i mean we talked about this in the car we did you know (laughs) the car was crazy no (laughs) (laughs) no but like like i'll see i'll see heads like going in the gym like without a plan like they're just like shooting around like and like that's what i used to do i'm not gonna lie yeah Yeah. i used to do too i'm a victim of it but like you know you're coming in trying to get better like you know you need to have a plan and if that plan doesn't work oh okay well then we can come back and adjust it but you need to have a plan you know what i mean so i'm always coming into the gym with the i mean the detours can be part of the plan like you can Mm -hmm. you can plan for some things going left too yeah so i guess um i think one of the last questions i want to ask you before like we sort of end this is um what is one thing you would like to say to, like, people that may not know you or people that even may know you as, like, you know, who you are right now that will stay with them and you think that is something that you live, that you live by, like, that you want people to know and cherish for what it is? Like, how, like about how I go about my day. Yeah, like, how, what is something that you would like to leave with, like, short, short version, what is something you would like to leave with people being on a podcast, being on a platform like this? Uh, it's, it's corny, but nah, no corny stuff here. Come on, you got it. Like how you face like the adversities you face like on the court or during your craft. Like how you overcome like an artist block or how you you know overcome somebody talking shit to you in basketball. Yeah. Or like whatever the case may be with your yeah. craft. Yeah. I feel like the way you react to that also shows how you react to a lot of stuff or personal problems in your life. Like Definitely. so you like so you like you like got the ball right. Mm-hmm. Somebody guarding you is like talking mad smack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's like looking at you in the eyes and he's like, Yo, I'm like, fry you. you. Like I'm gonna fry yeah. you. Like. Yeah. I feel like how you react to that can show a lot about a person. Definitely. So how do you react to that if somebody was doing definitely. that? Definitely. Um, I would definitely say like in my in my younger years for sure, like it would break me. Like, oh my god, like what's going on? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? But you know, you know, growing up, you know, with my cousins and you know, hooping with people that are better than me, older than me, you know, you gotta have you gotta have some to you. Like, yeah, you gotta have that dog in you. You know what I mean? Because the, you know, I'm speaking on basketball, but you know whatever whatever you're at like at the highest level those people are dogs like those people are obsessed those people are Obsession, crazy almost and you have to be when someone's talking about you like talking shit to you like bro like that could either make or break you like you're either gonna fold to it or you're gonna take it and use that as fuel to keep going and, and when i'm at my best too, bro. and when i'm at, and when i'm at my best that's what i do like you take it it's almost like a transformation like like just like tapping into that like like shout tim grover you know what hey. I'm yeah, you tap into that dark side. You know what I mean? Because it's it's almost a sense of like anger, but not like out of control. It's it's calm. It's like a calm, it's channeled anger. anger. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I feel you. So, so you feel like you've been able to use that in your personal life. Definitely, definitely. Uh, it's it's helped me overcome so many different things. So when you said like obviously the last question, because <laughs> we could keep talking for hours, but like. The, I guess the last thing before we wrap this up, like, I know you said that, you know, um, we could sort of, like, 
continuously live relentless can you just explain what that means and why yeah, it should matter right, to, like, to, a to everyone out there i would say like live relentless because you're gonna have obstacles you're gonna have things in your way but you can't let it break you you have to keep pushing forward you have to keep going forward that's what life's about you got to keep going forward um you know i'm an example of it he's an example of it he's an example of it like you gotta you gotta be relentless that, that's the word for me I would say live relentless at all times. How do you deal so. with doubt when it comes to being relentless? Because like you can be relentless for like two weeks, but like sometimes you know you can get knocked off. Like yeah. it's not always easy to be relentless twenty four seven. Like how do you deal with that? Discipline. Discipline. Yeah, Discipline. I like that. I like I that. Say d- love the word. I love the one word. Just this is how I do Absolute. it. Yeah. Discipline and just find like you gotta find you gotta find it within yourself. You know what I mean? Like I can't really. I can only explain it so many ways because everyone's everyone's journey is different. So like I don't know how to you know pinpoint you know for one person, but you just don't quit, right. and you keep going harder. A lot of the times when I'm struggling at something, or you know I'm not getting what I want, a lot of times it's because I'm not going hard enough. But that's not to say to go too hard to break yourself because you know. Yeah, that's a blessing and curse for me. Sometimes I work too hard. I go too hard. So, and you know, sometimes being relentless is taking taking one rest day, you know, easing up a bit, that's you know. True. It can mean um, multiple things. Yeah. It doesn't just mean, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Because, yeah. Do you so. keep the possibility of failure in the back of your head or do you feel like that's something that no one should have? I think... I sound corny, but I don't think failure is a thing, bro. I really don't. I really don't think. I don't think failure is a thing. Like I don't. I think that it's just a lesson. You keep. <laughs> That's not corny, man. That's real. No, yeah, it's just funny. It's I lesson. said that. I think it's a lesson. You just keep going, like, bro, because you know. That's like literally. What What is, bro, bro? What is winning without the failure? If you're just winning all the time, like I feel like that would get boring. What is winning without obstacles? What is winning yeah. without on? Absolutely, bro. I mean, we just keep saying the same shit. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Um, it's funny how it all connects back, though. Yeah, like it's not even on purpose. Definitely, Dude, I, we're all we're all different people. We're all different people living different lives. Different we people all connect because we all different people, all different background, same connection. But I think one thing that we will start be we'll, we will start to do is Nasser was on the podcast last time and he left a sticky note that said. Trust the process, and the process will bless you more. So we're going to start putting sticky notes on the table, and you have to leave at least one for everyone to see or the next person to see on the podcast. So hey, when they come show on the, the podcast, camera, you got to show it to the camera. <laughs> I'm gonna just, I think I'm going to say live relentless. I'm not going to lie. you got to put your name down, too. Uh, maybe I should make this joke. Are you going to collect all of these? These are not going nowhere. Yo, sorry for my handwriting. <laughs> not going to lie. But I'm going to lock in. Lucky. Yeah, you got fifth rate handwriting. The big ass hands. Yeah, I am. Quote that, Jane. You know what I'm saying? Live relentless yes, with fifth grader handwriting. <laughs> Greg Williams. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Thank you so much for thank you, bro, for being on here, man. It was great to have you for real, for real. Of course. Great, great talk. Hella keys. <sighs> That's it, man.